Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. May isn't May, Colson isn't Colson, and Fitz isn't Bubba. Wait, that's not right. Of course we have a body-snatching alien on the loose. It wouldn't be another day at S.H.I.E.L.D. if we didn't. Did somebody say Ghost Rider? Yeah, we did. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 6, Episode 10, Leap. The After Buzz After Show starts right now. Afterbuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz That's right. The Ghost Rider was, like, the whole episode got yes. trumped by the one word. Yes. Ghost Rider. That is all I heard. That is all I heard. That is all I felt. I don't even know what happened in the episode. I just heard Ghost Rider. Yeah, and that was it. That's all she wrote. That's it. That was the it. That was the end of it for me. I don't know how it was for you, but we're going to get into some overall thoughts just as soon as we know. The panel is back, and by the panel, we're missing a couple, but we're still here. Yeah. All the way to my left. I am Rachel Goodman, and I'm very happy to be here and talk about Ghost Rider. Yeah, she is. <laughs> and she's a, she's a good man. I am a she's good man. She's a good man. man. <laughs> In case you don't know. And of course, I'm Tehran. Uh, if you don't know what or who I am, it's probably because I've been gone for so long, but I'm back! Kind of like Colson. Kind of. Or is this the real me? You don't actually know. But we're going to be hosting and paneling this After Buzz After Show as we're, stalk- as we're talking Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 6, Episode 10, Leap. Uh, all the episodes of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are actually Bruce Springsteen songs. Did you know that? <laughs> no, because I made that up. That's one thing. Did you know that actually if you read them all, all the titles say, prepare for the anti-life? <laughs> no, you didn't know No, that I did not know that. I made that. That's a Young Rachel Justice doesn't one. doesn't get this joke, though. Yeah, but everyone at home does because they watch all of the shows. Shout out to the chat. We are, we are loving talking to you, so thank you so much. And of course, comment below. Let us know what you think uh, some people ask us the question why don't we have this show right on uh, right after the show on Fridays and I wanted to make sure everyone understood that there is a day uh, there is a day that after buzz does rest and it is Fridays for everyone at home so just let you know that the show comes on after we close on Fridays which is why we have to do it on Sunday but we watch the show on Fridays with all of you so if you have any questions of course feel free to comment us at home today we're going to talk about uh, a lot of stuff going on in this episode but it all streamlined into one we're going to get into May shooting Colson, uh, Izell, monolith slash dialysis, or whatever they love calling it, space time creation, of course, and Colson is uh, Pachakachuk. Now that we know that, <laughs> we know his real oh name. He's real. He's really Pachakachuk. Okay. Uh, we're going to get into did Mac make the right decision as he left, and so much more. We do have some news and gossip. We're going to get into our special segment, Whoa, which is the uh, part of the show that made us go, Whoa. And. We have so much predictions because, honestly, I feel like this is a whole new show. Rachel Goodman, where were your overall thoughts? Well, going off of that, of it being a whole new show, there is a reason for that. And if everybody stays tuned for the news, I will explain why it does feel like a whole new show. Ooh. There is a reason. 
But overall thoughts on the episode, um, I was not expecting it to literally mean that somebody would be leaping from character to character. I loved the setup and I loved the reveal that we got with, I'm going to just call him Coulson because for all intents and purposes, he is Coulson. So, and I, Pachuca Pachuk, I had to actually rewatch that a couple times to make sure I pronounced it right. So, yeah. And we still aren't, by the yeah, way. Pachuk yeah, Pachuk yeah. is how we're going to announce it yeah. for the rest of the show. But. <laughs> sure. And, and we've heard that name come up in the season. That was the whole concept. And when yeah. when the not Colson brought that up, we were like, what is that now? We kind of know. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, um, I loved the reveal. That was the best part of it to me is that we've been talking about who Sarge really is every single episode this season. And the reveal was very rewarding. What reveal? We still have no idea. Well, I mean, to me, what I picked up from it is that he is a part of Colson's conscience. Even sure. Even if Colson's something. gone. Yeah. We're something, <laughs> but we have no idea. Is this from the corporal uh, ethereal realm that Ghost Rider is from? Is this part of the deal that they made? Uh, is we don't he know. actually, yeah. as Izel said, the person that is supposed to be her salvation is he in some way the mentor i mean this episode which was a part two had more questions than it had answers i i felt see i thought the opposite because to me when i learned about when i learned how this sarge slash colson entity came to exist it the way i took it was that he how did it come to exist from when colson went into the monolith there was a piece of him left over yes and to me that sort of made sense even though he's not exactly colson he's a part of colson so you don't know either that was my thing no, yeah, we yeah, don't yeah, yeah, know yeah, we don't, anything but what does pachaka chuck mean <laughs> i mean i just had so many questions with this yeah. episode that's why so you had all the answers i had all the questions let's let's talk about may the one thing we did have answered is coming off of last episode's huge ending which was when May just blatantly walked in and shot Colson point blank. Yeah. We do have the answer that it wasn't actually May. It was Izel in May's body. Did you ever think that May had done it? Yes. I thought I thought it was May. I did not think it was Izel, definitely not. I also didn't think that May was possessed, but the way that May did it, I thought she knew something that we didn't know yet. So I thought she was like five steps ahead, somehow had figured out that by killing him, and I'm putting that in quotes because um, I think I thought that it was May, but May knew that she had to kill him to unleash his powers and that she knew he wouldn't die. Now, obviously, that isn't what panned out, but that's what I thought was happening. And I thought that she did it for a purpose, knowing that it wasn't going to result the way that we thought it was going to. So despite knowing and seeing that May did it, you were in May we trust. Yeah, I thought it was May, but I thought there was a catch to it, even though it was her. I'm going to say that I knew there was going to be some type of catch. I thought it might have been. I'm so glad it didn't end up being a dream sequence. Because I dislike those when it's just a dream sequence and it isn't what should have happened or what did happen. It's like, why? Why waste my life with that? Especially on a cliffhanger ending. (laughs) Exactly. Secondly, of course, we also have the concept that we believe in the goodness of May. I feel like May is always been on the right side so i didn't think it was may specifically especially in this world where anything is kind of possible but it did throw me for a loop and i like the explanation that they gave i don't know how you felt about that 
with Izell jumping from per yeah I enjoyed it the, well the- it is named after the Bruce Springsteen song Leap <laughs> in case you don't know I did uh, not know that that's because is there a Bruce Springsteen song called I, Leap I don't know I am not a huge Bruce Springsteen uh, fan the so. there is not that Ryan you should hear. Ryan is in the back. Ryan knows because Ryan produces on. When I say I host on a slew of AfterBuzz After Shows, Ryan happens to produce on a slew of AfterBuzz After Shows that I happen to host. And so we have another show. Uh, we have another show. We go with Swamp Thing and Swamp Thing. All the titles are Bruce Springsteen song. Exactly. Okay, so got to it. me, got now it. all shows Have Bruce are Bruce Springsteen. Springsteen titles. Got it. That makes sense. Or they spell out something. <laughs> that, it has to be one well, of the two. I mean, this, if we were talking about titles here, I do like their choice of title. Uh, not what I expected with Izell, but the sure. fact that she's leaping. To me, I think what's most interesting about this episode is that, like you said, there we are left with a lot of questions. But I think the answer we get, uh, more than anything else, is this idea of a soul and a conscience being separate from a physical body. And I think that's what we sort of see here with Izell from the beginning when we realize it's her, is that she can take her conscience and insert it into different people and take them over. Um, and I found that to be very fascinating and a very interesting concept. I think that I love what you just brought up. Yeah. I, I It reminds me of someone's power, but I can't think of who. There's a person who leaps from body to body. Uh, I mean, it's a DC. I forget his name. He's he's a DC character. He's a ghost. He has to avenge his death, and he's part of Justice League Dark. Let's and find out. Yeah, please, because I forget his name. <laughs> Is it Metamorpho? No, no. Okay, that's the first person that came up. Or maybe yes. Who knows. Well, there's also a guy named Dead Man. It's Dead Man. Forever leaping from body to body. Yes. Yeah. So it reminded me of Dead Man, the way Izel leaped from body to body. And I, I thought it was very cool. I thought it was done very appropriately. I was wondering why Izel wasn't killing more people, actually, when it was going down. Well, my thought was with her is that... I understand, you know, that makes sense that, you know, she probably would kill people just to get what she wanted. Um, I I think that she probably didn't want to be bothered with it because her main goal was to figure out who the leader was to get that security clearance so she could get to where she needed to go. And maybe she feared that if she killed the wrong person, because she really didn't know who these people were. Um, she knows Fitz and Simmons, but that's about it. So jumping from body to body, she, I think she was trying to figure out who she needed to take over to get what she needed to do. And maybe she thought, well, I might need multiple people to get to where I need to go because what if there's different security clearances and I need certain people to do certain things? So that would be my guess as to why she didn't just start offing people. Interesting, because she did have to flush out who the director was, yeah. as we saw in the back and forth questioning. And then, of course, director, oh, it's you, and then jumping into Max's body. Uh, I thought that with Izell's power, but here's the thing, and, I, and I'll tell you why. Even though it took her a little while to figure out whose body to just encompass just so she could get whatever it is that she needed where she was going to the monolith. But I don't know why we keep... Why do we keep all these dangerous things 
Why, why do we keep so many dangerous things? Why can't we just let them go? Why couldn't there? Why couldn't it be like a triple security situation where it wasn't just one person? You had to have you know at least three or four people who would grant access to opening these. That's doors. what I'm saying. Why yeah. we have so many things? Why didn't we check the security tapes before realizing? Because when Izel jumps into your body, there is a second. And you realize there's something happened. Why, why can't we do these things? And how does Izel jump into your body and then become real herself? I just had a lot of questions when I said at the beginning of the episode. Once again, love the episode. I just had those questions. She's real, and then she's also able to jump into your body. Yeah. I think the question for me was, when's, so obviously when she jumps out, she has a physical body again. So then presumably her power includes her being able to ditch the physical body or I guess it just disappears and then she hops into a body, takes it over. And then when she hops back out, she's a physical being again. My question was, especially after... Does she, she shower? Me too. No, okay, so <laughs> that is a good question. Yeah. Or maybe she just doesn't and that's how her hair is always so straight. So perfect. Yeah. Um, my question, especially after seeing... Cole Sarge, I'll just call him Sarge right now, Sarge and Izel talking by the monolith was um, how do they – so we know that Sarge is basically encompassing his a physical host, a.k.a. Colson. But what's Izel doing? Is she doing the same thing as him? Exactly. It, was there somebody she had so to take over? Questions. Yeah. Yeah, so... That's what I mean. I just have so many questions <laughs> no. at the end of this, which is actually, I guess, a good thing because it's definitely making me wait. I'm yeah. ant- highly anticipating next week's episode, and I hope that we don't jump stories. We don't go back to the chromatons and what's going on with them. I need more of this story. Unless the chromatons is somehow related to this. Which I am assuming that they are. Yeah, me too. I'm assuming they that they are. Showing. There's a lot going on. Because when... Enoch left. I thought that was going to be the end of Enoch for the entire for series. the entire series, yeah. which would have made sense. We would have been, we would have been not okay with it, but we would have understood. And it, there was a good, good. There was a farewell moment. It, we had that beat where they got to say goodbye. And honestly, I didn't expect to see Enoch again until maybe next season. But like maybe only as like a cameo, or uh, not any, at all, or not at all. Yeah, or it's not, not at the all. first. It's not the first character that has just been written off or just ended after a full run and Enoch has had a full run so we know that Enoch is somehow tied into all of this and whatever they're doing they need Fitz and Simmons brains which they have (laughs) yeah which they have and I'm curious there's the thing the over um the overarching like theme seems to be this idea of consciousness and the idea that you can have your brain and who you are separate from a physical body and so I'm wondering, too, then, if the monolith – like, I know there are a lot of questions. I'm not certain at all um, how to explain – like, I have an idea in my head of what's going on, but obviously they haven't explained it. My thought, though, is that with Coulson slash Sarge, um, that what they're trying to say right now is that there's different – that when, when Coulson went into the monolith, he left his energy – he left at least some – imprint. Yeah, some part of his energy behind, and that it isn't so much that – Whoever Pachaka Chalk is. Pachaka Chick. Pachaka Chick. Whoever. Uh, my question is I don't know if this is a separate person, like a separate soul, or if what they're saying is that the energy that Colson left behind actually, like, turned into, um, like, a separate soul who is, like, connected to Colson, 
but and has Coulson's memories because of this connection energetically, but that it he they were created as soon as this happened with Coulson going in and the energy being left behind. I almost think that that isn't the case, though, because Izel was saying to Sarge, you know, no, like we've been connected. Your soul yearns for my soul. You just don't know it yet, which makes me think that this is a separate being altogether and that the only reason why there's a tie to Coulson is because that they're, of their energy getting crossed. Do you think that this has to do with the pact that Coulson made with Ghost Rider. I think absolutely they wouldn't have mentioned the name if it hadn't been. How about you? A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. And actually, especially at the end, we saw something happen with his hand. We saw the wave where the, like... The energy. The energy in his hand. I'm thinking now that maybe all of this is somehow hell-encompassing Earth, which is the destruction of worlds. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's just I'm... Like I said, more questions than answers. This has to do with Ghost Rider. What's going to happen with Mac now that he went with Izel Yo-Yo? How are they going to figure this out? They're sitting there listening to the tape, which Izel gave a lot of information. She definitely James Bond villained in the the holding room downstairs. She definitely gave him all the information. They have all the tape. I can't wait to see how this is going to play out. I just can't even fathom how. Sometimes when I'm watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm like, wow, you guys are too smart for me. Okay? Like when, when they put, the, when they put the, uh, the, the heart monitor on Coulson. I don't know what that is. Tell me what that is. I'm not Dr. House. Okay? I don't know what his di- diastolics are right now. I need like you a need detail. to tell me what that number is. He's getting stronger. How do I know that? Yeah. Okay? No, I get that. I, I I still like at this point even as we were seeing like I felt like I felt like his death awakened something in him that hadn't been there before. Hence, at the end of the episode or near the end, when we see the energy of his hands and then from the preview, seeing what's going to happen next week, I just feel like all of this has been awakened. Plus, knowing who he really is, um, he seemed, Sarge seemed to understand it more than we did um, without her having to A little bit. Like, it, it snapped. Especially at the end, he was trying to deny it, but he knew it. Yeah. But I, what I do love about this is that it's not only is there are there a lot of questions, but it's set it up so that we we see that this Sarge slash Colson slash whoever this person inhabiting Colson's identical body and potentially some of his um, potentially some of his brain we don't know um, we they've set it up so that this person is now struggling with whether he's going to give in to the light or give in to the dark Sheesh. and it makes it to me it makes him a brilliant villain because he has all these loving memories you still think he's a villain i mean he showed that remnants of being colson i want to know uh, what the chat is thinking ryan anyone giving us good stuff on in the chat people are giving you plenty of good stuff in the chat i oh, yeah. soto is thinking he thinks that none of this has to do with ghost rider he thinks ghost riders are red herring basically um a lot of people are theorizing you're such a hater right now (laughs) (laughs) Um, so jenna james is all inside the body of davis leaps that resulted in davis's death hence the title of the episode leap Yes. Interesting. Um, We yeah. Uh, Also a Bruce Springsteen song. Also a Bruce Springsteen song. (laughs) 
So he had Collision Part 1 and 2 then, right? Collision Part 1 and Collision Part 2 are also Bruce Springsteen songs. Naturally. Or maybe it's John Bon Jovi. I don't know these things. To answer your question, though, do I think that Sarge is a villain? I think he could turn either way. I think that they left it open for us. I think that he could come to the light. I think that we're in a Darth Vader moment right now. And that he could be good or bad, but I don't want to say because I don't know. Well, let's find out what the what the chat and the comments below. What do you guys think at home? Of course, you guys are as much, if not more so, a part of this panel than all of us. We love hearing from you each and every week. Uh, Rachel wants to tell you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, thank you all for being a part of the show. You are definitely um, what we love the most, having all of you fans with us. Uh, we just wanted to let you know a couple of things before we move on to our next topic. So if you could subscribe to any of our YouTube channels, it helps us continue to grow and bring content to you. We have a variety of genres for you to pick from. Anything you could you know even think of, we're pretty much covering all those shows, and we have separate channels that break the shows into their respective genre. So if you could definitely follow those um, channels, subscribe, let us know that you did, and we will give you a shout out. And also, anytime you you know give us a rating on iTunes or YouTube, that lets us know how we're doing, and it, we really appreciate it. So again, thank you all for being a part of this show, and let us know that you've you know done any of the above that I mentioned. And we'll definitely uh, give you a shout out. And if you don't, <laughs> here we go. We're coming for you. If we don't, if you don't, then somehow Tyron's going to turn it into a Bruce Springsteen song. That's uh, Tyron is actually a Bruce Springsteen song. A lot of people don't know. It's a little known, little known B side track of Bruce Springsteen. Tyron. That's how it works. Uh, let's talk about the monoliths. Here we find out space time, and then of course we figure out creation. Well, we, I mean, of course, fits. So here we go. What did you think about that? What are the, why are the monoliths so important? Well, I think that what we're discovering now is that the monoliths are even are, are beyond what we perceive them to be, and that they don't just exist and spit things out and like you know they aren't just it isn't just that they do that they kind of react to to people, you know, it's that they also create as well. And that was the important discovery that Fitz made is this creation idea. And, and we find out that the fear dimension isn't exactly what we thought. So yeah. that was really interesting. But when I, it comes to monoliths, I feel like, uh, should we call them monoliths or infinity stones? Oh, <laughs> that... Yeah, I mean, no one else, no one else felt the connection there. Space <laughs> creation. Yeah, they're just just because they don't fit nicely on a glove. They could be, and yeah, I mean, honestly, I completely see where that could be coming from. Considering they have so much power, they could create or destroy. You were about to make a point. I was just going to say, as we were talking about the creation, that I thought it was a really funny moment between Fitz and Deke when Fitz was like, oh, well, the other you thought it was a fear dimension just saying. And Fitz was like, well, the other you wasn't very smart. No, or the other me. No, the other me. me. I'm, smart, I'm the smarter one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says that because, as we see with Simmons, he's jealous of the other him. Very, very he's much. jealous yeah. of living a whole life without him being involved. Yeah. The and he feels like he's... Fits 2.0 minus 5. You know, he feels that insecurity. And it was hilarious, like, at the top of the episode, too, when, when we kind of, or like, I guess earlier on, um, I watched all three, I watched 8, 9, and 10 together, so it was 
one of those episodes, I'm sorry, I don't have the exact one, where Fitz and Simmons were talking and basically Fitz um, mentioned that he – just everything with the wedding, like he wanted to be the better second husband. Yeah, it's in, <laughs> it's in episode nine. It's yeah. very interesting. It's very funny watching yeah. him. Like, And then, of course, Gemma, Gemma's like, yeah, I mean, it was a great night, but – not as good as the night we're gonna have yeah exactly yeah. and she tried to like you know calm him down but hey i don't think he's gonna let that go yeah he's easily. a little insecure about that but yeah. the space-time creation of the monoliths reminds me of the infinity stones there has to be a lot more to it comptons have to be connected because somehow they were part of the creation in some way or at least they were possibly the ones who guarded them in some way i mean there was just there's just a lot of unanswered questions yeah yeah there's just a lot of unanswered questions and and then we get how izel makes her way down to what we see is the orb yeah i think we're um where they had collected the three different energies and placed them there and into an orb an orb somehow and and fits 1.0 had created this to to basically keep to basically contain the energy. Even though we could have used a glove, I'm just saying, <laughs> very similar concept. Let's yeah. just be real. Yeah, it is very similar. Um, I'm. I feel like though the emphasis compared with what Thanos was doing, the emphasis with the monoliths plural is just that they're. I feel like this is more interdimensional, and that's what I'm more curious about is how they're going to um, – what they're going to do on the show, especially since they are not really doing what the movies are going with at this point. And they're very – you know, for the They last, definitely split. Yeah, so they definitely split. Yeah. yeah. And so for them, like I don't think – I think I understand that comparison, and it makes sense. Um, I, I'm not sure that it has – that it's related to that though, just because they are not doing anything with what Thanos was up to. Um, but I, I think that with the energy, they're dealing more with dimensions. And I think that we are going to get back to Ghost Rider and find out what happened and what the deal was. That not Coles- according to Ivan Soto. <laughs> well, I don't agree with Ivan. <laughs> well, when it comes to the dimension, Deke brings up to his grandfather. Fitz, you owe me $20 because I said that there's a multiverse and and you you said there's not. Yeah. And now we realize I was right. Yeah. So there has to be some multidimensional aspect to it. Why drop that Easter egg? Why drop Ghost Rider? Exactly. I don't see those two being pointless concepts. Exactly. And I just want to give a shout out to Hubby Joe. Um, Let's see. I agree with everything Rachel is saying. Great comment. That's why you wanted to give him a shout out. I'm sure there are like four people who agreed with me. Okay? Let's shout them out too. Let me find them. Rachel's husband, Hubby Joe. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm just going to, I mean, I don't see anyone particularly giving you. They are. They are agreeing with me. But Jenna James says, Davis will remember you. He had a wife and kids. Hope Shield takes care of him. I hope they show the wife and kids with Piper at some point. Sure. That's great. Can someone say they agree with me? Can we have someone say they agree with me? Thanks. Okay. The crickets are here. All right. I'm divorcing Hubby Joe. <laughs> let's let's talk about the fact that Davis dies. Yeah. That, that was oh. here we get two hugely upsetting scenes. Yes. First is Piper shooting herself in the hand. Yes. Which by the way, she didn't react to afterwards, which actually annoyed me. If she did, they did not focus on it. Yeah. And I feel like 
I feel like maybe the only reason they did that was because the bigger thing happening was that Davis was about to kill himself. Or sure, but I still would have been like, oh, what? Happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or at least it hurts, and I didn't know this happened. I mean, Something. at least what they should have done is when when Piper ran over, she could have been like, you know, she probably would have been wincing in pain, even in pain. Yeah, blowing yeah, yeah, a hole yeah. in your hand cannot feel no. Good. And I, I don't, and I don't buy the oh, it was so much pain that you didn't hurt. It hurts. I'm sure. Yeah, you know? I'm sure. Yeah, if I stub my toe against my bed, I'm down for an hour. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, the pain, the agony. Yeah. So I just wanted that more of a reaction, and then of course, uh, Davis is pushed, leaped, Izel takes over his body, and then he's the one who becomes the sacrificial lamb, the I'm willing to do this, so don't be stupid person. And, wow. Did not see that coming. Yeah. I thought that back in episode um, back in episode 9, I thought he was going to die. I thought that Izel When he was, was f- asleep. There was something. Yeah, I either thought when he was asleep or before that, when they went in to, you know, deal with everything um, on on the ship, I thought that he was going to be the casualty there, um, just because I felt like somebody was going to get, you know, was going to get killed. Um, so I'm not surprised it was him of anybody. He, to me, he's one of, like, he's not quite a red coat or not a red coat, a red shirt. I should say not red coat. Um, he's not quite a red shirt, but he's like one level kind of up from that. So if anyone was going to die right now, I felt like it was going to be him or Piper. I thought it would have been the, uh, the black agent who we've gotten a couple feels for. And then we saw all that blood, but she had just been knocked out, you know? Yeah. So I, I expected it to be that person, but that was crazy. Didn't. Let's go ahead and talk about Mac. Did he make the right decision going along with Izel? I think so. I think that, one, if this had been Coulson in May, Coulson would have done the same thing. So not to compare him to Coulson, because I shouldn't be, but I, that's just like the instant thought that goes through my mind. The other thing is that he, even May, agreed that May, somebody who has done this for many years, has a lot of experience, more so than Daisy. Not that Daisy is not experienced, but even May seemed to understand why he would do this. And even if this wasn't Yo-Yo, if this was anyone on the team, I feel like Mac would have done the same thing. I think he did the right thing. Yeah. Keep an eye out. Even if he's the sacrifice, that's what heroes do. They sacrifice yeah. themselves. Figure out a way to end this when he possibly can. Keep your uh, friends close, enemies closer, one of those maneuvers, and also trusted his team to figure it out. So we'll find out. Um, let's get into that wonderful news and gossip that we've been waiting yeah. for all episode. Absolutely. Okay, so this is what I was mentioning earlier and why I couldn't talk about it until now. Um, the whole reason why it feels like this, the end, season six and season seven, well, we don't know about season seven yet, but season six feels like an entirely new show is because... According to Collider.com, when they were speaking about how the show has been um, renewed for season seven, but after that, it's going to be, that's it, that's the end. Like, season seven will be the finale of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But when they were talking about this, they mentioned that um, one of the um, TV heads, Jeff Loeb, said that he, they actually thought that the show would be over by season five. So they wrote The End, which is what the name of the episode is as literally to be the end of the show. But then ABC wanted to pick it up for a season six. And then when they offered them for season seven, the creators turned around and said, hey, 
um, yes, we will do this, but this will be the last um, because they they don't want to have to you know keep it going when it's when they don't know not not necessarily that they don't know what they would do, um, but just that they don't want to they don't want to end on a lower note. They want to end when people still want the show and they still have a really strong idea. And this way, knowing that they were only going to do six and seven, they can kind of wrap it up in a very conclusive way. Collider just gets all of the scoops, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm really sad. Ryan to in see the booth it. had had a conundrum when you say when it's collider, it's collider. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I am very sorry. Collider. We're <laughs> well, gonna call it collider. Yeah, we're cool. Call it collider for you now. Don't know. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was the scoop on their site, and um, I'm sad to see the show end. But I also understand at least this way, it won't be guesswork in terms of when it's going to actually like you know the, when they're done, they're done. They can write a conclusive ending, and that's it. And of course, we know that now season. Season 7 will be the last episode. Yeah. That's huge news, too, coming out of San Diego Comic-Con, which is such a fun thing. Let's play our special segment game. Whoa! What was the whoa moment for you? Hold up. Hey! What was the whoa moment for you? The moment that just made you go, whoa? The moment we saw that Izel was actually hopping between bodies and that it was her. That was my woe moment, because that is not what I was expecting. My woe moment was, of course, it's easy to say Davis falling to his death, but I'm going to go with Mac knocking himself out as Izel plans it cuffs and knocks himself out in order to stop Mac. Yeah. And that was a woe moment. Yeah. That was just woe. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, they're getting there. Uh I, I think this show has got so much going on with it. It's just great to watch it unfold. This has to be possibly my favorite season. I don't know about you. The framework will always be mine. Framework, yes. But aside from the framework and you know everything that was happening in season four, um, I absolutely do enjoy the season. And I love what they're doing with Coulson slash Sarge slash this idea of consciousness and being separate from your body. I love how you put it in that perspective. So what are some of your predictions? Rachel Goodman. <laughs> Your After Buzz TV predictions. I'm going to stick with what I said earlier, which is that I think that Sarge actually is Coulson and that it's his energy. It's Coulson's energy that survived because Coulson left a piece of himself in the monolith. And I feel like it does have to do with um, everything with the deal he made with Ghost Rider. And that could have been the deal that in order for things to work out the way they did, that he would have to leave a piece of him behind. Interesting. My prediction is Ghost Rider. <laughs> My prediction is Ghost Rider. We're going to get Ghost Rider. And this might actually lead to a Ghost Rider spinoff because we love Ghost Rider. And if you don't like it, well, then Ivan Soto, we don't know you. Okay? We need Ghost Rider. So you're going to like it, buddy. Ghost Rider. Was that a little bit much? Was that <laughs> no, a little too much? No. Was that not enough? If you thought it, that was too much, I don't know what to tell you. All I know is that where can people find you if you want to be found? Rachel Goodman. Everyone can find me on Twitter at Rachel Goodman or on Instagram at Rachel Radner Author. And if you want to find me and tell me that it's not Ghost Rider, then don't find me. <laughs> but if you want to find me and tell me that it is, just find me at I Am Tehran all across the board. And of course, I'm uh, hosting and paneling on a slew of other After Buzz after shows with Ryan as the producer. Hey, Ryan. <laughs> nice to hear from you. Until then, uh, we're going to talk more uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Season Next. 6. We'll be back next week. We'll see you. 
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.